Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Today on River City Sounds, we're going to talk a bit with Taylor and Devin from Slow Game and learn a little bit about their recording process and how they met up. After the show, we're going to have one last guest in 2018, but in 2019, we're going to start releasing episodes a bit more frequently, so keep on the lookout for that. That also means that it's almost registration deadline for Dr. Moit's study abroad program. This program will highlight the historical and cultural heritage of the Caribbean at a festival time in Barbados known as the Cropover Festival, when the island is in the midst of celebrating its African cultural traditions through mostly music and dance. Woo! That's a lot to say. The course credit options allow you up to a maximum of six credit hours over the month-long period, ranging anywhere from history, English, anthropology, political science, and the African diaspora. Registration deadline is February 15th, 2019, and you can go to apply at www.global.vcu.edu slash abroad. This program is not just reserved for VCU students, so if you are not a student and are still interested, you are still eligible for this program. Once again, don't forget, registration deadline is February 15th. As for today's show, we got quite a long episode, so we'll start you off with some music from our guest, Slow Game. I love you. 
What are you trying to do, Tim? I don't know Make what he's trying to do. Dude, just, what are you trying to make? I have a breader. I have a breader filter. That's what, I'm t that's what I got. No, no, I was just looking for like a thing of water. Just like a can. Like a bottle of water. Big bottle of water. What are you big trying to bottle? do, dude? You make a lamp. Lamp? Mm -hmm, for outside. <laughs> oh, you put you put it on top of your phone, Mike? Put it on top of your phone and it makes lamp. <laughs> it's pretty fucking nice. Well, he's got a flash on the dude. I, I have a light. This light can turn on. Mm. Oh uh, yeah, one? yeah. I was trying watch to make your a arms. Oh, no. Sorry. You never watch. made a lamp without a with a fucking gallon of water. No. Okay, so next time is this your room? Okay. <laughs> I mean, so in an how, essence, but it is just. Can you tell me how this started, basically between you guys? Because I was kind of under the impression it was more of a band. He was recording his solo stuff. Yes. Up in fucking Peoria, Illinois. Never go there. Never, never go to there. fucking Peoria. Um, and then my band, just, Headless Madness, broke up. Around the same time he came back. Yes. And she Devin was, crazy. was originally going to just do, like, my parts. Yeah. But then we were playing. I was like, why don't you just do your part for my stuff? Your and parts then, for what? His so, songs. I learned his songs. Yeah, he learned my songs. Since I played every instrument. But like, for just, what instrument is what I'm asking? Bass. Bass, right. yeah. Um, I was just looking for, for a band to fill all the parts that I wrote. And I was bored and depressed. And he was down. And then... You know, uh, I'll let you know Devin lead on to this, but basically the first time we played music, I didn't tell Devin what my bass lines were. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people will show parts. It's like you play this. Yes. I didn't do that. Okay. Just let him play what he wanted, and then that progressed into why don't we just play what we want? And then we started writing more songs, and not really playing his old stuff as much. Okay. Actually, okay. Yeah. And then you got, <laughs> you got gifted that synth, that Juno yeah. 106. Yeah, the big a, orange guy? Yeah, that's yeah. a gift. They're, they usually come... You for it? That's no. half size. Oh. So usually they come full size, but there's a company oh. that fucking cuts them, guts them, repaints them into half size. And so then, with all the original not, chips. It's not like stock, basically. Yes, it is. All the original chips. Everything. What I meant is it doesn't come from the factory that way. You can never no, find it like that. You'll, so, because like Rickenbacker did that back in the day. That there's yeah. uh, there was the, the special cut in them. Yep. The Holobyte, you know what I'm talking about? John yep. used one and yep. also John Fogarty. John Fogarty used it a lot. John Fogarty yeah. used it, but John Lennon borrowed one for a show when his Rickenbacker broke. Uh, the red one with the whammy bar. And it has yeah. The, yeah. So. Very cool. It's the a one of a kind. It's like one shop in California that buys them and cuts them and like sells them out. This way. this company that did his doesn't exist anymore. Really? It's so called what, a Junior 106 instead of a Juno 106. What is it called? A what Ju company? It's, it's Roland. Uh, it's a Roland. It's a Roland 106. A lot of our equipment's Roland, actually. Yeah. Japan. Yeah, I noticed Woo! that. Um, I have a friend, and uh, 
he just calls me one day and he's like, hey, what would be your dream synth? And I was like, I mean, I'd love to have a Juno. And then the three days later, uh, he asked me to look at my doorstep and there's a fucking box. And Jesus. I went, me I went and got screaming the word fuck. I was like making phone. tortilla dough and he's like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. And I was like, what, dude? What the fuck is up, dude? He was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> that was weird, dude. I, I still think it's very strange. It is strange. How did you just? That's just the gift from God, honestly. Yeah, I have. Don't call Zach a God. He'll fucking. Yeah, don't give that guy that. No, he would like that way too much. No, I didn't know him. He's he's probably old. He thinks like every song that we've made with that is because of him. Which it is. It is. That's a cool machine, man. How did you get that? What was the thing? The machine Josh was talking about. You run out your effects through. Okay, so that's a R two one. That's R yeah R two one. That's a space echo. Yes. The seventies. That's a, like seventy nine yeah. one, I think. How'd you get that? Uh, I just found a really good deal. You sent the dude. Was it was a message you sent the dude? <laughs> I, I just I just sent a guy uh, like a really fucking weird. Cause I'm like always looking on Craigslist and shit. Yeah. And I just sent uh, this guy a message. I saw it up on there and I was like. Yo, how about you get this Celty boy some sweet tasting tape for a hot dog like me? <laughs> Let's get a little spicy and hang out. And then he was just like, never got a message like that. I'll take your <laughs> offer, dude. And just like gave it to me super cheap. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I feel like a six-year-old dude is like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? So that that thing's really great for like for basically everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh, just instant tape compression. Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead used to tour with it as like a pedal almost. Like yeah. On his amp. Yeah. He would like have this like. Paul uses it. Umo. Uh, Umo. Yeah, a lot of people use them. Yeah. Everything so, you've ever heard. How did you guys meet? That's a really weird question. <laughs> but it's just, it's just the YouTube. I think I can ask. I met Taylor in, when I first moved to Richmond. I was playing with the drummer from Headless Man. We were two piece. And we have a lot of mutual friends. And I met Taylor. He was living with one of our mutual friends. And I fucking hated his guts, dude. Yeah. Who Taylor? Yeah, I hate his guts. I don't know why. I just I hated did. my drummer at first too. And just like, and then he moved and did a lot of stuff, which he'll tell you about probably. And then he came back as like a really well-rounded and intelligent person who was trying to make some cool music. And I was like, oh, it happens. Like fucking great. It I happens. was what like fucking nineteen when I met you. I wasn't a cup of tea either. I was a piece of shit probably. Ugh. I thought that was kind of an ass. It takes two to tango. Yeah. So. <laughs> How's the writing going now for you guys? Um, it's all I over mean, the place. It keeps happening. You know, like, we kind of catch a wave and just ride it. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of take our writing processes most naturally as organic. Very organic. Yeah, so, like, you know, if it doesn't happen, fucking let's go to the fucking river and get some Celsius. You yeah. know? Or it's happening. Why is it 3 a.m.? We're still talking about the goddamn void, you yeah. know? Yeah. The void. Yeah. I stare into it daily. That's fair. It talks back. I mean, like, I'll, I'll write, like, a little weird thing on my synth at home, which is, like, a little $20 Yamaha synth, and I'll bring it to Taylor, and then he'll take it and make it into something bigger, or he'll have a synth part, and I'll write a bass part to it, or... I like textures yeah. and sound, so... Textures are cool. I'll the take, are I'll take a sound that, like, maybe Devin did on the keyboard, and I'll, I'll get neurotic with it and think, like, how can I make this sound? sound? Like, eight YouTube videos. Yeah. Eight fucking... Facebook videos on the network and I was listening to them and find something that's like oh that's that you know like recreate something like the last song that we played was um, uh, formerly Sleepy Puppy yeah uh, Devin plays it on his Yamaha which kind of has an organy sound yeah okay and then I took it onto my synth and processed it through all these old boxes with course and an, an organ patch from my Yamaha gave it this big full spacey sound so yeah. just taking something and I'm always reimagining textures and sound I'm obsessed with tone 
it's like a weird upset. I can tell when a drummer hasn't tuned his drum. <laughs> tone is everything to me, and I'm neurotic with it. So, you know, that's partially my obsession. Some of these songs came from like me writing solo stuff too. I've been writing a lot of solo stuff. This yeah, because you like, have your. Uh, it's kind of like Animal Collective, but with like one person. Yeah. Which is like, I'll have. Do you want to talk about? You can talk about vocal your vocal pedals uh, in my SP, and then I'll have, really like, great. I'll if record stuff on my own. Yep. Navet Rema, Devon Hammer backwards. Um, catch me fucking containing slime and being a weirdo all around the city. Um, but then I'll put like different samples on my SP 404, and then just like manipulate my vocals and bring the pads in and manipulate the pads. It's like if you ever, it's Animal Collective essentially. Okay. It makes like Tori and Moi at the same time. It's weird. And my it's like the dates I remember myself. <laughs> <laughs> my soul stuff kind of came out of. A really bad roommate situation. Mm. Dude, same. I'm not gonna oh. talk about that now. It's not me. It's your turn. Zach, go yeah, for it. Yeah, so Zach, Juno guy, was my roommate. And he's a good friend of mine. And he's a great friend. But it was a very, like, I don't think I've ever been manic for two months, but I was up every single day, uh, going to a bar every single day, just pounding uh, alcohol and drugs every single day. And in a month, I wrote nine songs. Fun. And then after that, I drove to Peoria to record them and I busted out a song a day um, got everything done with about one or two tri like tries um, I basically wrote every, the whole album on a guitar and just kind of imagined what I would want for bass and drums and synth and just got there and just had everything in my head um, that engineer uh, gave me later on gave me the music and by that time after many ups and downs, yeah, gave many, you the music. Many ups and downs. Many hours of aggressive text messages. He eventually gave you your music. Went through a lot of help. We don't want to go too that deep into that. A lot of hell, a lot of threats. A lot of hell, a lot of threats. It happens. A lot of um, people entering music. Angry snakes. I think snakes. you mean trust fund engineers. Yeah. Sad to, is that why you guys record your own stuff now? Well, it's also fun. I recorded Sound of Music, and it was a long, arduous process that took way longer than it should have with people who knew what they were doing but also like don't know what they're doing because they know what they're doing and but they're like, not me honestly i can uh, lead into that with my obsession of recording yeah it's go for it um as i mentioned before like sound and tone is yeah. kind of my obsession and i truly believe and i mean it's not even believe it's just pure science i like tape Tape is cool. I like the sound of it. I love the, guy, the way your guys' recording sounds. It's amazing. And uh, I, in the past three months, from I've never recorded in my life. Never had any experience. Yeah. And I wanted this. And Devin has helped a tremendous amount. But basically, it's been me and him with a broken tape machine. And a board. Spoiling tape and uh, putting <laughs> a patch bay together. And, you know, figuring out how to make a tape machine work. Our rack units are all from the 80s and 70s. And Sim compressor John Bonham used on his drums. Yeah, we used the John Bonham. Mm -hmm. We used nice. the Bonham compressor. Um, <laughs> so Kevin Parker used it. That's the name now. Yeah. Is it Kevin Parker used it? Yeah, yeah he used it for his drums. Yeah. It's the same compressor. It's a pretty well-known one. It's used a lot in hip hop as well. It, it just fattens everything up really well. Um, and the BAE preamp. It's the same one that Snoop Dogg uses. The one we use for our vocals. Yeah, we use Snoop Dogg. <laughs> has we use the, we use, yeah, our preamp is with Snoop Dogg and a lot of rappers use. It's really funny. It's hot boy. It's a hot boy. It's sick. So, uh, it just started out with me and Devin figuring out how to make two tracks work and literally, like, losing our goddamn shit. Yeah. Like, we just figured the whole machine out, and a month later, we are uh, completely knowing how the baby works. And yeah. yeah, that's a lot of fun, like, 
being able to figure out these old pieces of machinery, and that's what I love about you know the old tech or just tech in general. Uh, it's just buying something, figure it out, know how to use it, and uh, use it. It's the journey, not the it destination. Really it really is, and that's yeah. that's where you find your best songs in the journey of like trying to figure something out. You're like, fuck, I found this cool riff. I'm writing up yeah. songs right Why there. Why does this room sound like shit? Well, let's figure it Look, out. Look, man, yeah. all I'm saying is for us having no soundproof padding, a shitty assimilation system, and some asshole mics. You mean natural reverb. Yeah, asshole mics. <laughs> the drums should not be sounding as good as they are. Yeah, they sound great. And it's just all that old shit. Just using SM57s, man. Yeah, just SM57s, dude. And it drums are coming. You said earlier you like the SM57s. Well, the sing throughs. Just the sing through. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the, That's what we're using to uh, sing throughs out of the eights. And the Why suppose they uh, some fifty seven? They're just hotter. They're too yeah. hot. That's all it is. Really, I have two friends. They both prefer the SM fifty seven to sing through out of the SM. That's what I use live when I do it. It's just really hot. And they just have. Eight, it's still and different. Seven. I don't know. I also ended up with a seven, and I was like. This is what I'm going to use. I mean, you they have are to like hold that a certain way and like put a sock over it, but then it's kind of like the challenge of the process. What's the fucking parable? God salted the earth, so man had to work harder to get what he fucking wanted. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not the, religious, but at I the mean, end of the day, good, they're good quotes. Man, man, it's like whatever's making it work. That's what we're using. You know, the SM57 could work in other applications right now. It's working for guitar and drums, and the SM58s are just sounding great on vocals. Yeah. So yeah. it's just what's working with our fucking rigged up, you know, machine. Yeah, it's just whatever sounds right, you know. That's what we really go for by ear. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. No one knows. It's fair. Um, have you guys been trapped? I know you guys are like new, right? So how long have you guys been playing together? Like as four months. Game. Four months. Yeah, we've been maybe. You traveled at all? Went to Asheville. Yeah, we went to an Asheville sports show. Mm -hmm. We're going cool. to Harrisonburg soon too. What's the uh, best show you played so far? You think the Asheville one was fun. Asheville was pretty but The South House one was a lot of fun. Yeah, Sad House is pretty great. But that's not the same thing really anymore. That's yeah. not. Yeah. You guys can talk about that if yeah. you want. We're either looking for a drummer or a bassist, preferably a drummer, but I have to get them to play what I'm playing, and I don't want to like be like, hey, you're going to do this. And then if they can't do that, then it's like, What well, do you prefer? Because I know you played guitar and Headless Mantis. Yeah. And you play, I saw you guys playing, with you playing bass. I thought you were great at bass, honestly. I like playing the uh, bass lines. But you're also really good at drums, too. I like so playing what? drums a lot, too. I prefer playing all of them. But you can't do that. Okay, so yeah. when I talked to you earlier, you were like, I want to play guitar and you're going to play bass. We need to get a keyboard player and a drummer. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, well, after we finish the album, it'd be great if we could have some more or less like session musicians that could play the parts live so we could yeah. expand our music, yeah. you know? Um, we're okay. writing the songs. It just would be great. And recording them. Recording them would be great to and have that's some fine, session but people. what do you guys want to play live most? What do you need for like... I mean, we can do it all right now. I know, it's but just like, But a tight drummer would be sick. Yeah, tight so drummer would be sick. Do you want a tight drummer? Yeah. You want a keyboard player or a guitar player? Um, What's a keyboard player? I want a keyboard player and play the fucking rhythm keyboard parts. Yeah, just the rhythm keyboard parts. I can do the lead and I can do the guitar. You know, yeah. just basically songs that can do the keys and figure out what my key, key shit is and just get on. Okay. You know. Everybody in Richmond's in like six bands though, so it's really difficult. Yeah, it's kind of the problem. Or, and they also work in kitchens most of the time. I got lucky uh, with that shit. Where do you work again? Over at Casa del Barco on 12th Street. I get my Fridays and Saturdays off. Hell yeah. And I get fucking 160 hours paid leave Ooh. and health insurance. 
Because you're a manager, though. We work at uh, Jackson's Beer Garden Smokehouse yeah. over there on, what, 2nd and Lee? Yeah, 2nd and Lee. That's fun. So we have Sundays and Mondays off, so that's what we try to do on Mondays. Because, you know, most things are closed on Mondays yeah. in Richmond. I, so I've fought them for those hours. I've been there since they opened. How long have you been there? Six and a half years. Wow. It's the longest job I've ever had. I've not had a job that long. My boss is tight, too. She's this fucking gay black woman who's a head chef, and she's fucking sick! They're one of my best friends. She's fantastic. Parts about Richmond, other besides cooking and whatnot. Do you guys like the river? Yeah, been so, there a bunch. Yeah. Uh, do you like Belle Isle or uh, Texas Beach? It's Hypercube, man. Hypercube. Hypercube? Hypercube. You go across the Nickel Bridge, there's a little sneaky spot there that's, um, it's, this, uh, there's a concrete pipeline that goes like a mile down the river, and eventually you find this little cube underneath, underneath the Nickel Bridge that is like four feet out of the water. It's got like the so the water's like coming off the fucking pipeline, and you can like jump into it and swim. It's probably about like as big as this. Nine feet deep. Yeah, the cube is like, yeah. and we just sit there and chill and drink sausages and fucking swim. Cube. Like the hypercube. Hyper it's yeah. basically like a. It's a poo poo. It's a poo poo cube. It's a poo poo cube. There's poo poo in it, but it's oh. tight. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah. All right. I mean, there's poo poo in that river, so yeah, either whatever. way, you're gonna get poo poo on you. So do you guys have any professional goals you guys would like to achieve? Make some fucking money. Yeah, let's fucking go. How do you plan to achieve that? I'm going to work my living ass off. Yeah. I want this. I'll do a car commercial. I want this more than you. Um, I'll do a car commercial. I'll do a fucking... Yeah. I might start camming, too. I thought about it. What's up, YouTube? No. All right, everybody. They'll do anything for money. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Slow game. Yeah. Um, You don't touch me. We, uh... (laughs) Look, not much. Uh, what, what was that question to? So, what? when I met you, Taylor, <laughs> where did you go after I met you and didn't like you? Where did you go That's to? That's a good question. I did a lot. Um, How did you grow and develop the person you are as opposed to the asshole you once were is what he's asking. S- fuck off, dude. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> well, you know what I meant. Yeah. Um, so, I... <laughs> I, I started playing music pretty early on. Um, I am originally from Mechanicsville, Virginia. It's such a lucrative metropolis. It's Mechanicsville, Virginia. Yeah. So that was weird playing the music I was playing in high school and everyone else. The same stuff kind of like now almost. Oh, my, my music's changed dramatically. Um, I started in the past few years becoming completely obsessed with how beautiful pop music is. Okay. And. Uh, how weird it's it is. weirdo pop. Like yeah, weird, pink yeah like, like weirdo pop's just so great, man. Aerial Pink's fucking the shit. And also like classic R&B, too. Yeah. Um, like some delegation or some fucking... Tell me that you love me. Yeah. Okay, Shaka Khan. So, after that, I actually was in a band with uh, one of my best friends who's a very talented um, drummer, very Motowny, and we played music for a few years in Richmond. What's his name? His name is Brendan Finlay. And I, uh, he passed away uh, two years ago. I did. And uh, before that, I um, had got up, decided to go move and live in a house full of nine uh, skateboarders in California. That's fine. So I lived over summer with people in California and skated. Then I moved from there to Asheville, North Carolina. And I lived in Asheville, North Carolina for a year and a half. With and a bunch of skaters. A bunch of skaters. Uh, emerging skate scene. Asheville Pastry Boys. Holler at you. And uh, 
I originally am a Virginia skater, and I got kind of my sauce from uh, Maryland with my boys uh, YC. Yo, crew. Hey. I don't skate. I just like to pretend I do and say, yo, crew. Like yeah. That. Oh, they're fucking. Yeah, it's tight. Yeah. Dan's one of my, Dan. my best friends. Uh, and Dan are fucking the shit. They definitely got me through a lot of stuff in my life. And I was living in North Carolina. And then I moved to Boone to skate more. And uh, <laughs> that was amazing. I met some really good guys. Madison Crumb became one of my uh, close friends. Is that where you met Zach? In Boone? I met Zach. In Cali. I'm okay. So this this guy Zach, he's a, he's a very important character in this whole. Very avant figure. Yeah, it's strange. He's a very important character in this whole entire thing. I met him at a race. Um, I'm a, I'm a downhill skater, by the way. A what? Downhill. Okay. Skater. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So I met Thanks, him at, at this race in Ohio. It's so called Soldiers so. of Downhill. It's about a 60 mile an hour race. Oh. It's like skating down a road that's in a third world country. With like cars and shit. Well, no, it's, it's sanctioned off. It's a sanctioned race. Okay. So they close it. But cars go there. Uh, I mean, I've skated down many uh, roads that have cars and I've stuff. I've driven behind you. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Terrifying. But it's I met Zach at this, this campsite. It's rowdy. And we just kind of like clicked. And then he's from Asheville and I moved there. And we just like instant best friends. Fucking, we just got it, dude. Just like zeroed in. Uh, the circles lined up. And. He has this amazing ability to see things that he wants to prosper and will go out of his way to make that happen. Fair. Um, yeah, I know a like patron. That. Yeah, he's a patron. I, yeah, Zach is... Aren't a, very many. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's actually a very patron. Um, after Mozart. When I was living in Boone, uh, my friend Brennan passed away, and I was about to move back to Richmond to come play music with him. I moved back to Richmond, and that's when Zach moved with me to Richmond from Asheville. And that's when I started writing my album. Okay. And... From there on, I met Taylor. Uh, Devin again. Met me again. You came to like a bunch of headless shows with Zach. Yeah, you, you were very persistent. Yeah, I kept very show, persistent. I like, kept showing. Yeah, like, I'm gonna fucking talk to this dude That's again. What yeah. you yeah. need to do, man. Yeah, yeah I how... I came to every show and Devin like, played. Hey, you remember me? And I was like, Yeah, Taylor. Hi. <laughs> well, no, it was actually really awkward. So the first time I saw Devin was at Sad House. Yeah. And I walked with him and just looked at him. And walked away and was like, I know that person. I was like, oh, Taylor Porter. Yeah, and Devin knew exactly who I was. Like, yeah, I never I, left. I don't forget. And I was like, I've done so much in the past three years that I forgot everything. Uh, but, I remember. But uh, now here we are here uh, as, as a slow game. And, uh, and you came up with that name, too, didn't you? Yeah, I came up with Slow Game. You said we can't talk about it, but can we talk about it? We can sure talk about it, man. All right, so how did that name come up? Uh, that came up at my first show in Maryland. Uh, I was driving up to Maryland trying to think of what, what you know, what yes. my band was and what it meant. And uh, Zach, yeah, fuck it. I, uh, Zach kind of gives gives the credit away. He kind of came up with it. Because I, I always had a saying. Yeah, play the slow it, game. Play the slow game. Because you really can't, you can't just get to the top of the mountain. If you expect that, you, you have want to, a meaningful relationship with anybody or like anything, art in general. You have to you play the slow, slow game. game. You let it, yeah. You let it grow. You yeah. know, that's good. And that kind of during that show, I announced myself a slow game. Okay. I fucking like the way it sounds, man. So where's the W? There is no W. Why? Because it's fucking tight. Yeah. <laughs> it almost makes it into one word. You know, Honestly, instead of two words, it's like. Slow just, game is a slow game. I With, think the explanation because it's tight. Literally, yeah. it, it, it's tight. It's it fucking tight, dude. Yeah. And it's it so Spanish tight, too, it fucking would, bumped the W out. I would take all the vowels out of Headless Madness and just be H D L S M N T S because 
fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it, yeah. There's a lot of want. fucking letters, and when you're screen printing, you don't want that much shit. No, you you save don't. ink. So it's just H D L S M N T S. People's attention spans are just so short. You know? Yeah, mine's not that great, but I finished a 900-page book, so I'm sure. What were you reading? House of Leaves. Oh. It's I'm, it's kind of like Vonnegut. It's like yeah. surrealist fiction. It's really interesting. I've heard of it. I just ne- I don't know what. If it you want to borrow it, let me know. It's a really good book. I'm reading The Stand right now. Oh, that's uh, Stephen King. That's a great fucking book. I love Stephen King. Yeah, he's fantastic. I've been hitting through a lot of them, and I was like, I need to do The Stand. They're great. They're great. They're really immersive. That's what I liked about Stephen King stuff. <laughs> like The Mist too. I got his um his short story book. Uh, skeleton grew with uh, when I was like 11 and I was like scared out of my fucking mind the whole time reading it my mom's an English major maybe fucking she just like tossed me books all my the time. mom just has all the books in a big old shelf she didn't yeah. let me read them until uh, I only got interested in it because the it movie came out and I was like that book is big I want to read it and be smart, she made so. me read them good for her right, you need it. to the, the Mist short story is <laughs> one of the scariest things I've ever read in my entire life the which one? The Mist oh like, yeah it's one of the most sexual and terrifying things I've ever read did you watch the original it movie? Yeah, it's so great. It's pretty good, but like combine them both, and you kind of really cool. get the full thing. Yeah. Know? Well, they're doing a second and one of the new one too. Yeah, they're they're the same thing. For There's like a TV series at first. Yeah. Imagine seeing that shit on TV, man. Fucking balloons of blood exploding. Fucking kids being abused and shit. I'm watching the. I'm watching the stand. Oh really? I've never, never seen the movie. Probably, it's a, it's a TV show. Okay. Okay. Um, we're gonna have to cut this out. It's getting too long. <laughs> <laughs> or at least trim it a little bit. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, we'll talk about him forever. Uh, you guys have tattoos at least, though. I do have tattoos. Which one do you regret the most? None, none of them. Really? Yeah. You regret none? You don't even think any of them are stupid? What? Not my girlfriend's thing. But I, when I, it was... Is it X? No, it's like, I met He's, I met her and she stopped to focus. This one's is. fucking tight, dude. This one's it's the first hat I fucking got. I don't know. Fucking, it just says Beauty Supreme on my leg. first hat I got was this one. That's tight. That's pretty tight. Beavis, dude. That's cool. Yeah. The skeleton beavis. That's sick. Yes, yeah. I just got beauty supreme on my fucking forelimb. I did a lot of them myself too. I don't. I did really? these myself, and I did this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one myself too. I kind of regret this one sometimes. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes no, I hate it. No, it's sick. I want to get an octopus around it. Or just get like you smoke. Oh, dude, true. <laughs> I can't do that though. That's too, that's too I really, bad. I really want a tattoo that uh, <laughs> says it's on my arm that says grits, grits, and grits. <laughs> Which is like cigarettes, grits. grits, and girls raising the South. Oh man, grits, grits, and grits. That's bad. It is bad, but you know. But it's me. I like the ritual of giving myself tattoos though. Like I did the yuck face, the poison control yuck face on there for because I love slimy stuff, and this is one of my friends' nicknames. Doing it yourself is really ritualistic. My parents raised me pagan, and like ritual was like a very Your important are thing. Weird, man. I yeah, I know they're weird. <laughs> I was conceived at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. I'm glad you know that. They told me. Well, good for them. That they I was like track. five. Because well, they, they worked there for like mystery. six years. They didn't really okay. get along, but... Anyways. <laughs> you guys have a favorite venue around here to play? Or want to play? Or Strange Matter's sick. The Camel's sick. Uh, Side House, now known as Gallery House, is really cool. Crystal Palace down the street is really cool. I'm really down with like all... Like everything in Richmond going on. Um... There's a lot of like, like Ice Cream Social Club is really yeah. fucking cool. A lot of LGBTQ people are really like some of my good friends and really cool. There's a lot of cool hip hop in Richmond too. That's like strange, weird, freak hip hop. Like Alfred, yeah, McKinley um, Dixon, um, Shasha Kusky, uh, who's Cold Girl now, which is really cool. Um, what's even cooler is like the drummer from Dr. Dog is from here. He also plays Natalie Press. Yeah, he's from here too. 
and just like meeting all these like it's it's a weird scene but it's really cool to realize like how many it's small hardworking big. musicians started here yeah. yeah it's really cool you guys ever seen war yeah how many times have you seen war i've seen war twice have you ever seen war yeah. I saw Guar before I lived here. I saw my bomb room, and there's just like a giant dick cannon, and I was like, "This is tight." <laughs> I'm not really a big fan of like metal or anything. Like I don't really go to Guar Bar because it's just too loud and yeah. overwhelming. They put Beavis and Butthead on. They played like old '90s X Men yeah, on it, TV. It's, it's so my easy. roommate's Plex account that I use. That's what they use to play all that shit at Guar Bar. Nice. And so he gets free drinks because they use his Plex account. So. What can be improved in the Richmond music scene, or how can we integrate what we got going on? What um, what's the best case scenario? I think that's this? a pretty like general question. Really like I, I don't. People are putting in their work that they yeah, can. Just Look let it you. ride. You're doing. You're doing it right yeah, now. Just don't stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, fair. Or like if you. Never mind. I was about to make a bet. If you can be a female white singer songwriter who writes to like 13 year olds and then you're fucking good to go I mean yeah I didn't mean like that Soul, I just meant dude. like how can we all help each other basically oh, we're doing it yeah right, cool. friendship um, constant communication helping people out where you can my help. studio will be open to other musicians soon you know once we finish our album we plan on uh, opening it to record other to people everyone yeah if you want to record with me from hip hop to sound. fucking jazz. Yeah. How, do, how do we contact you if you want to do that? Slow game account. Slow game account? Yeah, just cool. if you want it, we'll give you a rate. Uh, you're going to fucking get some sounds that you won't be able to get out of a lot of other studios. Hey, there we go. The recordings are awesome. You should check them out. And you guys have something coming out soon, right? Yeah. We are currently working on our, I would consider. Our, it like your first album. Our, right? Yeah, it's first album. It's, it's one. Yeah. Um, we've written, uh, it's going to be about a nine track album. And we'll be starting to write it in November, so we'll probably go under a little bit then. Yeah. Um, yeah plans? What do you have plans for releasing? Springish. Springish. Cool. Uh, Mastering is more expensive than buying all the fucking gear. It's crazy. It really is. It's like dude. the one fifty a song, dude. That's it's why. Not mastering is like you got to get a wizard to do it. That's yeah. the thing. If if so, you're yeah. doing it the way we're doing it, you're gonna want to take your time to get it mastered. Yeah. Because my solo shit, I'll just like. Boost the volume. Yeah. Put a <laughs> yeah. limiter on it. Yeah. Put it on Bandcamp. But we That's have all right, analog yeah. frequencies, and we want those frequencies yep. to be just lined up just right. You bounce them real quiet, so they yeah. have enough headroom to fucking boost all the tones and all the songs. And we're planning on doing some tours outside of the East Coast. Um, I have a lot of people that I know in California, and I'd love to do a tour in Oakland. Yeah, man, do it. And then Spread I think the plan is um, six months from now, we're going to take a trip. Uh, into another country just kind of hang out in Asia baby I want to go to Asia Japan let's go uh, Seoul, Seoul South Korea or Japan Japan is gonna I'm saying Japan Japan is sick dude. Yeah, South I think you guys can work in Japan I think they love American music and like a lot of bands I know South yeah South Korea is cool but there's a lot of shit going so on I feel like in the middle of it just when you're in <coughs> California just keep going yeah Oh, a hop, skip, and a jump, and that's yep. 17 hour hop, flight. Dude, island hop. So, once this one's done, uh, we're just gonna wanna play it and show people what yeah. we uh, have. We'll be making vinyls and hey. cassettes. I'm gonna fucking. Cassettes come back. On one of those vinyls. Yep. Yeah. And then we'll literally that. probably start working on number two after that. Yeah. Or now. Do. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, we're probably gonna be writing new songs that aren't gonna be on this one and that may not make it onto the next one. Yeah. I'm already have some stuff brainstorming in the background. Absolutely. Uh, 
One last thing, shout out some band names that, uh, that are around Richmond. Who is a good band right now you think she deserves a little shout out? Or who should people check out? Ing, I-N-G, Ashes, Blushface, Piranorama, Big No. These Richmond bands? All Richmond bands. Uh, Basmati. How do you spell that? B A like, like the rice, B-A-S-M-A-T-I. Camp Howard, very tight, Camp very Howard, good friends. Yeah. My sweet little boys. Um... I got a long list. Taylor, any interjections? Fucking wake up, downhill skating's tight. And gnarly <laughs> thing you fucking done. Uh, you gotta check out the Asheville Pastry Boys, and uh, definitely top fucking heaviest hitters in the fucking East Coast is Yo Crew. Check out that YouTube channel. Uh, Big Baby, Young Scum, Antiphons. Big Baby. Yeah, it's some of the members from Young Scum and Antiphons. Big Baby, Young Scum, Antiphons. Um, Recluse Raccoon. Yes. Um, those are very good friends of mine. I love them so much. Um, I'm going to do a shout out to my, my fucking mentor and dad, Drew from Ricky Shaw. Ricky, Ricky Shea. Yeah. Ricky Shea. Ricky that Shea. guy is. Illiterate Light. Uh, my fucking guy, dude. Samuel and Zeta. Very tight. Um, FM Skyline. P. Curry. FM Skyline. Yeah, yeah for oh, sure. Gene. Yeah. Trap cry. Um, Gene's great. So many. Thank you, Gene. Yeah, Gene, you're tight. You got good style. You're very tasteful. I love you. Um, yeah, let's just go with that. That's enough. Yeah. All right. Anybody else who's forgotten, fuck you. We love you. All right. All right. <laughs>
Well, that's the show, folks. Thanks for listening, and hope you enjoyed it, and maybe even learned a little something from Slow Game. Also, thank you to Slow Game for being our very special second guest. They have music out now on Bandcamp, which you can check out on their Instagram, and we'll also have links up on our website. Lastly, Coplamia, our last episode's guest, they actually have a new album out called Atlas, so be on the lookout for that. If I can find the link, I'll be able to put that up on the website as well. This is River City Sounds, and thank you for listening. <laughs>